Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1513 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week and knock over that domino, Fire Nation. Start your chain reaction of awesome with thefreedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Amy Mewborn. Amy, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. Yes. Amy is a serial entrepreneur, CEO, author, and business strategist. She's worked with large organizations such as Ford and Chuck E. Cheese in her best-selling book, The Great Escape, The Successful Woman's Guide to Escaping the 9 to 5, was released in July of 2016. Amy, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. So my husband and I live here in San Diego, California with our small dog, Emma. And I spent over 15 years in finance working with high net worth family business owners. And what I found was you can make really great money working for someone else, but you can't build true wealth when you're working for someone else. So I really had a passion for becoming an entrepreneur and I left finance in 2010, opened a couple of fitness studios, and then started consulting with women. And it has grown to what it is today. What I love about what you just said about true wealth, there's a Jim Rohn quote, education can make you a living, but self-education can make you rich. Like I'm paraphrasing on some words there, but it's the essential gist of the quote. And it's powerful, Fire Nation. It's self-education. It's making that way on your own. It's, It's creating that entrepreneurial dream that you have. And it all starts with self-education. And Amy, I'm sure you have a lot of self-education in your back pocket. And I'm sure it hasn't stopped. You know, you continue to keep your finger on the pulse and moving forward. And on that note, kind of expound upon the area that you consider your area of expertise. Like, let us know what that is. And then give us like a unique tip, tool, or tactic that we as entrepreneurs need to know, but probably don't. So my thing is that I'm all about the money, and I don't mean that to sound (laughs) arrogant or anything else, but money literally is the tool that will allow you to do all of the things you want to do in your life, whether it be for others, whether it be for yourself. And I find a lot of entrepreneurs that get up and they do what they do, but they really have no concept of their key performance indicators, their numbers, their their finances. And it's one of the things I love so much about going to your website is first thing you see <laughs> is that there's there's a revenue number for the month. And that's so important because we didn't become entrepreneurs to work harder and longer and not make money. And I would say that probably my biggest piece of advice or tip is that basically when I started in finance, my first manager tried to tell us to all fake it until we made it. And he said, go out and get the fancy clothes, get the fancy car and everything else. And I think that was just bad, bad advice. And at the time, I was 21 years old, straight out of college. And all of these kids went out and started buying all this stuff. And then they found out that they couldn't sustain that level of business. And the problem is that if you're spending all of your money on things that make you look special, then you're actually probably not going to have the money to invest in your business for the things that genuinely need it. 
Amy is all about the money and she she says it. And you know, hillfire.com slash income, we publish our income reports every single month, Fire Nation, because I know, because Amy knows, because Pat Flynn knows, because smart entrepreneurs know that you are obligated to generate revenue when you're spending your time, your energy, your effort to, to share your amazing voice, message, and mission with the world. You're not going to be able to keep doing that if you're not making any money. I mean, the real world is going to kick in. They're going to be like, hello, like you got to pay for that food. You have to pay for that rent. You have to pay for X, Y, and Z. It just, it happens. So you have to have this obligation to providing massive value, but knowing that you're obligated to generate revenue from that value in some way, shape, or form. It can be different ways and it hopefully is multiple streams of revenue. But just remember that that is a key component and the KPIs that you were talking about, Amy, those key performance indicators, you have to know what those look like. Now, let's talk about your journey, Amy. I mean, you're in San Diego, a place that I miss. I I love, love, love that part of the world. And you have a lot of things going on. I mean, you have a lot of entrepreneurial conferences that take place there. There's just a lot of meetups. The beach is always available because it's always amazing weather out. So you got to be focused on the biz. And your biz has had its ups and its downs. So take us to not just the downs, but the lowest of the low, your worst entrepreneurial moment, and tell us that story. So the hilarious thing is, is that had you interviewed me just a month ago, my worst entrepreneurial moment would have been different. And it's just so funny that no matter how many years you've been in business, every once in a while, things conspire to knock you flat on your butt. And you're just sitting there like, I can't believe this just happened to me five years into this part of my business. So wait, let me break in here for a second. So are you saying that your worst entrepreneurial moment happened after you booked EO Fire, but before you interviewed today? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) So I've been in the online space probably for about three years. And I was in the middle of the most comprehensive launch I had ever done. And I was launching my membership site and I had a an OBM that had gone to Europe and really kind of just completely dropped the product the project once she was in Europe. And what's an OBM? An online business manager. Got it. So literally I kind of had it dropped in my lap. And fortunately, I'm very technical and I'm I'm very good with a lot of that stuff. And I did have a VA that had been with me for a year and a half, virtual assistant. And I would say we goodness, we went through pre-launch, we went into launch, cart opened on a Wednesday at midnight, and Thursday at noon. I had my first sale into my new membership site and I was so excited. And I was literally on the treadmill in the gym when I saw the little notification come through and I'm like, yay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, uh, I follow Todd Herman. He's one of my mentors. Sure. And one of the things that he said earlier this year at the conference was he starts calling people when they buy his products and services because it's a really good opportunity to get market research, but it's also just that personal touch that yeah. a lot of times we're missing in the online space. So I came home and got on my computer, logged into Infusionsoft, and went to make sure that her welcome email had been delivered and everything was going along. And literally, 
nothing had happened. Just she'd made the purchase and nothing had happened. And I'm like, what on earth is going on here? So I get on the phone with Infusionsoft. And as I am going through all of this, again, mind you, in the middle of the biggest launch I've ever done, I just put a ton of money into Facebook ads. I found that that morning, my VA, who had been with me a year and a half, had accidentally deleted 150 Infusionsoft campaigns. So the first client was not able to get her membership welcomes or anything else. And I literally had to get on the phone with Infusionsoft and get all of that resolved. But everything that we had set up in terms of Facebook retargeting based on people visiting certain pages, everything kind of just fell apart. And it was just one of those moments that, again, it it humbles you and it helps you realize that no matter how hot you think you've gotten or no matter how good you think you've gotten at certain things, anything can happen and you really have to just roll with the punches. So we basically pulled back on the launch. I stopped all advertising and I allowed everyone that was already in the funnel to continue going through. But it took me a few days to get everything rebuilt, at least in those sales funnels. And here we are now a month later, still rebuilding. Mm. So it was, it was one of those moments where you went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in like 10 minutes. I'm standing here like thousands and thousands of miles away from you. I'm, I'm flushed. Like I, I'm, I'm sweating a little bit, even though I got the AC pumping in this room. I mean, I, I can just feel the pain that that went into that, and, and then what happens? It feels like you got gut punched. I mean, it's just like oh. getting punched in the gut because, man, it is so tough to put in so much work, energy, and effort to have that team in place. And then to just see things disintegrate and fall fall apart when it's all about timing. And so Fire Nation, what I want to kind of share as a takeaway is redundancy is so important. I mean, you need to have systems in place. You need to have people that know things and then other people that know that they can flex over if need be. You can't just ever rely on one person, one system. You have to have this round, well-rounded, fully functioning team. And it's, it's easier said than done. I get it. But these are the type of things that happen over and over again when that right team has not been assembled. And, and believe me, we've experienced things like this plenty in the past, and we'll experience them again because there's no perfect remedy for this. But the more you can prepare yourself, the better. So Amy, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that story? Like, What's the big takeaway? Like, In hindsight, what do you wish you had done? I do agree in redundant systems. I was very fortunate in that Infusionsoft backs everything up. Mm. So at least I was able to go and put all of the campaigns back together. It was a very long process, but it was able to be done. I am a huge, huge advocate on having a good team behind you. And for me, this VA, I said she'd been with me a year and a half. She had never done anything like this before. And when I reached out to some of my mastermind girls, they're like, are you firing her immediately? And I said, you know, it, it was just a total fluke freak thing. It, it could happen to anyone, but it's really about having a team of people behind you that can help you when things go wrong. Because literally here we are, I said about a month later, we're still putting together the pieces. So if you're working in your business all by yourself and that kind of thing happens, it literally is something that someone could just throw up their hands and say, I'm done. I'm out. I just can't do this anymore. 
No, I'm glad to hear you did not just react immediately and like fire that VA. That was kind of the first thing I thought of is like, did she fire this person? Because I hope not, because we all make mistakes. I mean, we all do things that aren't right. And if this person had been with you for a year and a half, which I remember you had said prior to going into that story that she had been with you for like over 18 months. I mean, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of value that she's added. And you don't just make snap decisions, Fire Nation. You don't just fire on whims, even though that might be your first gut reaction. Step back, evaluate and say, listen, I know going forward, my team is stronger with person X than without person X period. And, and that's just a reality. So great story, great feedback. And uh, Amy, I know you're still working on that. So thanks for taking time to <laughs> chat with us today. Let's shift into another story. This one being one of your greatest aha moments to date. Take us to that moment and tell us that story. I said I run fitness studios here in San Diego. And when I launched my first online program, this was a totally new world to me. And I'm pretty good with market research and really understanding what it is I want to do. But when I launched three years ago, I spent a year and a half building this ridiculously complex program. And it included like 85 videos and worksheets and templates and a membership portal and everything else. But I had never done an online launch before. So I had a high cost business coach. And she was great, but she had built her business through speaking. And so she had a lot of advice, but none of it was really about how to launch a, an online program. And so I put it out there and really, again, had no idea what to do. And I fell flat on my face. And that's totally expected because in my case, I figured, well, I have this high-end business coach. She'll be able to help me. And... It never really occurred to me at that point that you have to go and find experts in certain parts of your business. And so my real aha moment was that I'd spent all of this money and all this time, literally a year and a half of my life building this program, but I had no idea whether or not there was actually a market for it, whether or not they were going to pay the $10,000 I was charging for it and how to actually get it in front of them. So my big aha is basically before you put the work into any type of business, you really have to take the time, step back, and do the market research first to know who's the ideal client that you're going to be serving, what is their biggest pain, what do they need, how does your product or service solve it, and then where do they hang out so you can actually get your service in front of the right people? Fire Nation, this is what building a team is all about. I mean, it's so important. Now, a team doesn't always mean people that are working directly for you or under you. It means people that you can reach out to, to ask questions for, to, to lean on, people who currently have the knowledge that you lack or who have done that and have the experience that can give you that feedback. That is so critical. And then, Amy, to your next point, which I love, People, Fire Nation, vote with their wallets. You can have people all day long saying, oh yeah, I'd pay 10000 for that. I'd pay $25 for that all day long. People will say anything. And then you put your head down six months, and in the case, sometimes even longer, and you create that thing, and it's like, okay, it's here. Here you go. Like here, you, you said you pay for well, Well, not me. I wouldn't, I mean, I was just saying that that was a good idea. I'm sure other people would want to pay for that or to buy that or to do that thing. 
yeah, I'm sure you'll be just fine. People pay with their wallet. Every single community that we've created, every single book that I've written, like the Freedom Journal, et cetera, like we have pre-sold all of these things because I know that if people will pay me $20 now for the Freedom Journal, which doesn't exist when they know it's going to be $39 when it's live, but they're willing to pay dollars now for something like that because they know it's going to serve a need for them, I know that that's something that's a big enough pain point that it will be a success when it launches. So Amy could have gone and really made sure people put down non-refundable deposits that would have given them a big discount, by the way, not the full, you know, they, they got to get some kind of benefits for sure. being an early bird, for, you know, not getting that product or service right away, but they have to vote with their wallet. It has to be real. And it's not just like, oh yeah, I'd pay for that. No, it has to be real. So that's my big takeaway, Amy. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment? Probably just like you said, do a little bit of pre-sale, do a little bit of surveying of the actual people that you're designing it for and maybe run a beta round where even if you do the first round for free or whatever and you're building it as you go, then you'll have something that you can monetize without necessarily putting in hours and hours and hours of what you think someone is going to want. Amy, let's go to today. Let's talk about what you're most fired up about right now. My big thing was when I got ready to launch my membership site. It is the piece of the puzzle that I built. And I built it specifically for women entrepreneurs primarily because typically women are a little bit afraid of the technology side of an online business. And I know that there are exceptions and that that's a generalization. But I know that I go to conference after conference, and if you go to Digital Marketer Conference and you walk into a room, it's the only conference I think I've ever been to where the line was longer in the men's restroom than it was the women's restroom. (laughs) And, you know, 90% of the people that are there in the room are men. And women are just often so afraid to try something new with the technology or whatever. So my program was literally built for the woman who's getting started in an online business, but can't necessarily master the tech. And so it's for someone that doesn't necessarily want to be a specialist in Facebook ads or a specialist in webinars, but they need to do something to take action and get started. So it's a bunch of short 30-minute trainings on Facebook ads, webinars, whatever, to be able to jump in and actually implement something, start seeing results, and then again, go find the specialty programs for what you really, really want to build into your business. And where can we find out more about that? So that is amymewborn.com forward slash business success simplified. What, what? Fire Nation, (laughs) talk about simplified. We're going to be dropping some simplified value bombs in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere after we thank our sponsors. Ready to start working on your business instead of in it? If so, then it's time to start thinking about hiring an employee to help manage the day-to-day tasks in your business. If you're looking for quality candidates who can help you free up time and bandwidth and grow your business, then ZipRecruiter.com can help. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter 
all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualify candidates will start to roll into Zip Recruiter's easy to use interface. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by heading over to ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And just one more time, Fire Nation, try it free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Amy, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, my big thing was that I come from an entire family of employees. I was the first person to move away from Indiana from my family. I was the first person to become an entrepreneur. And I was raised by a bunch of people that worked for 25 to 30 years in their job and have a pension and retirement accounts and all of this. And so for me to leave a steady six-figure finance paycheck to go do something new, it was scary. And I actually wonder, I'm not pointing fingers necessarily at anybody in your family, Amy, or Indiana, but for those people that have pensions, I wonder how many of those pensions are still rock and rolling because I know my grandfather worked for Kodak for 35 years. And like two years ago, he gets a letter that says, um, you're no longer getting your lifelong pension that was promised to you because Kodak obviously had those bankrupt issues. So the quote unquote safe jobs and careers to those pensions that everybody dreamed about back in the day, they don't exist, Fire Nation. What exists is becoming an entrepreneur, getting the skill sets that you need to adjust to the changing world. And the world is always changing. So Amy, what's the best advice you've ever received? Mine is to test your ideas before you put a ton of time into creation. Share a personal habit that contributes to your success. So this is kind of a newer one for me, but I now take the time every single day to get out and go to the gym. And I said I run fitness studios, but when I go into my studios, I'm often kind of on. I have to be there socializing and entertaining and everything. And so for me, right around noon to two every single day, I will get out of the house or away from my studios to go to the gym myself where I am completely anonymous and just get a workout in. It really helps me with also that mid-afternoon slump where a lot of times at 3.30, if I don't do it, I would want to just lay down and take a nap. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Oh my goodness, I love, love, love Slack. Uh, S-L-A-C-K, if someone doesn't know it. But I run multiple businesses and Slack is basically a message board that allows you to communicate with your clients or your staff. And when I transitioned from Slack, I was so much better able to communicate with my team, with my clients. I have a staff of 15 to 20 people at any given time And it really has reduced my emails. And then there's a record of your conversation where if I tell someone that this is what we're going to do next and it doesn't get done, I can actually go back into the message history Mm. and everything is right there in our conversation with that person. It's amazing. If you could recommend one book to join The Great Escape on our bookshelves, what would it be and why? Oh, I have a number of them, but the one I would recommend is probably Essentialism. And it's mainly because that one book really talks a lot about what I think is one of our challenges as entrepreneurs. We get 
really busy being busy. And we think that because we're being busy that we should be successful and productive when maybe we're really doing a bunch of $10 an hour stuff or things that we should not be doing ourselves. So essentialism is really about taking the time to step back and identify the things that need to be done to achieve your goal and focus on doing that versus doing everything. Amy, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. So you can reach me at amy at amymewborn.com, or I actually have a couple of freebies. Uh, You can go to amymewborn.com forward slash free, and I have a number of different resources there that you can choose from. And that parting piece of guidance. So the parting piece of guidance, I think, would probably be to really listen and follow your heart. As entrepreneurs, we have kind of honed in on our gut instincts and our (laughs) gut resources. And a lot of times we're really quick to overthink things. Whereas if we would just sit there and look at something and say like, how do I really feel about this? We could avoid a lot of that analysis paralysis and make really good decisions in our business just based on our intuition. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with AM and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Amy in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, head over to amymewborn.com slash free for all those goodies. And Amy, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Amy today. And the Fire Nation newsletter is dropping value bombs daily. Subscribe at eofire.com or just text the word eofire to 33444. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, it's time to start working on your business instead of in it. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.